What is the secret to health and human flourishing? To living a life in the fullness of what you could be? What if this whole time, who you were meant to be was already within you, waiting to arise, waiting to expand? Each and every one of us is made to bloom. And each of us together can brighten the whole world. I'm Sarah Walters, and I welcome you to Bloom, the podcast. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. How are you guys feeling out there? Has much changed in your life, or does it feel much like 2020? Probably much like 2020. However, Many of us are in the process of resetting our lives, rethinking who we want to be and what we want to cultivate, how we want our lives to change. And a lot of it is out of our control. But some of it is actually very much in our control. And I think that this is a great season to evaluate where we are and to set a trajectory for where we want to go. Because ultimately, creating something new in our lives takes intention. And knowing what you want is the first step to making it happen. So what is it for you? Do you have a word that you're um, married to this year? Or what intention are you setting? Are you looking to commit to becoming physically healthier? Or maybe to lose weight and exercise more? Are you wanting to become more present to life? more courageous or grateful? Are you looking to find a better paying job or a healthier partnership? Some of you may be launching into new ventures and businesses, and some of you may just be hoping that 2021 doesn't suck like 2020. Maybe some of you had an excellent 2020 and hope that 2021 is just an extension of that. All of us have ideas for where we want to go and how we want things to change. And whatever that may be for you, I believe that the greatest changes in our lives happen from the inside out. We can create goals and hit those goals, but if our internal state and dialogue doesn't change, say from one of anxiety and feeling like you're not enough, then meeting goals won't change much. Wherever you go, there you are. Your old beliefs and feelings will stay with you, even in your successes. And sometimes those old beliefs and feelings can actually impede your ability to be successful in whatever you're going for. You know, I care deeply about helping others make those internal shifts. And so for me... I'm using this year to develop workshops and resources for those of you who are interested in taking some of this work we've been discussing on the podcast even deeper. I started this podcast because I believe that we're all meant to grow into our potential. And to do that, it takes some effort. I've wanted to share with you the practices and ideas that, that are the greatest aids to that process of developing, both from what I've learned in the therapy office, as well as what others have learned in their respective fields. And I've come to realize that podcasts are great and effective for getting out the information, 
but not as effective in helping people actually do the inner work that it takes. Podcasts tend to stay pretty cerebral, pretty intellectual, more in the thinking mind. And I want to help you embody some of these things we talk about. And so I'll be focusing these workshops that I'm developing on on providing the structure and practice to help people change their lives from the inside out. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited to expand my reach in getting some of these transformative practices that I get to do on a small scale and one-on-one with people in my office to a larger audience. So if you're interested in what's coming, I have a link in my show notes where you can sign up, you give me your email, and you will get private updates from me on what's coming soon. And in the meantime, I would like to offer some encouragement for this new year. Considering whatever goals you have set for yourself this year, I want to give you a word today to take along with you to make your journey to meeting those goals more successful. And if you embody this word, really embody this word in the coming months, you will get much further, faster, and be more likely to stick to the changes that you want to make and actually might enjoy the ride a little bit better. And so that word that I want to give to you today, my friends, that word that you need to remember every step of the way is patience. Patience is the key to long-term change. When we don't have patience towards the process of change in our lives, we will inevitably sabotage our efforts. Impatience is that that anxious feeling that surfaces. It says, I want it now. And if I don't have it now, then we end up getting extreme in our choices. We either go into overdrive and try to make it happen as fast as possible and inevitably tank out somewhere along the way, or we get discouraged that it's not now, it's not yet, and we stop trying. But the quality of patience is what brings us into balance. Patience is being able to relax in the now while also continuing to work towards our goals. Patience allows us to find joy right now while trusting that we will get where we want to go one day at a time. It gives us energy to actually sustain the long-haul effort that it takes to make permanent change, to make lasting change in our lives. So today, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a kooky, kind of strange, mystical story about my own life and how I learned patience in a very unconventional, deeper way. Because for me, I'm not very patient. I'm not very good at that. And it's taken me a very long time to recognize the power of patience. So let me explain. Several years ago, I had a dream about a turtle. Now, I like to write down my dreams on a regular basis because I found that often elements in my dreams show up in the next few days of my life. It's kind of insane, and you may think I'm a little bit coconuts, but it it happens. It's happened to 
me enough for this to actually be a thing. So I write down my dreams. So I had this dream about a turtle. And this turtle had just laid eggs on the beach. And there was this man who was in charge of keeping the turtle safe. And so he picked it up out of the sand and he put it in the back of his truck and transported it somewhere else. And I was really wanting to see the eggs. And so I picked them up in my hands and um, accidentally broke them. And when I woke up, I remember having a sense that this dream was significant. And I prayed for understanding as to what this dream meant. Especially when animals show up in my dream, I pay attention to what is the symbolism of, of an animal. Because dreams, ultimately, they're um, subconscious content in the form of symbols. And so as I prayed about what this dream meant, I immediately became aware of the story about the tortoise and the hare, right? I'm sure you've heard about this story, about how there was this impatient hare that was super fast, but it ended up kind of burning out quickly. It ended up falling asleep. And so when it wakes up and it goes to the finish line, it realizes that the tortoise has already crossed the finish line, even though it was so slow. And for someone like me, who felt like, you know, they were always in a hurry to accomplish things and I was always trying to force change and find answers in my life without having the patience to wait for things to evolve in their proper timing. This turtle symbolism was spot on. Like it, it hit me to the core. I didn't know how to surrender to God's timing, to let the process unfold. So I wanted it to be my timing and I wanted things now. Maybe you can relate to that. And so I also thought about the symbolism of a turtle and how wherever it goes, it's home. This is also a very foreign feeling to me. I've spent so much of my life feeling like I needed to be somewhere else, to be someone else, to be better. Like I wasn't living up to my potential and have spent a lot of time and a lot of energy in, in, in a hurry to get somewhere else. And so this dream spoke to me about kind of coming face to face with the fact that I needed to be more like the turtle, to be at home in my own skin, right where I was. And all day that next day, when I would catch myself in that mental or emotional tizzy and fantasizing about being somewhere else, but right here, I would say out loud, be the turtle, Sarah, be the turtle. All day long, be the turtle, be here, relax as it is. Now, this is where it gets weird. So that afternoon, I was cooking dinner and having a wrestling match inside of my mind and body again, you know, thinking about all the things I wanted to do and how I wasn't there yet and feeling discouraged. When my husband, John, comes home from work and he opens the garage door and says, girls, I have three daughters, by the way. He says, girls, come outside to the driveway. Look what I found. So I walked outside, and guess what I saw? A ginormous turtle in our driveway. I was amazed. My, my head and heart nearly exploded. I could not, it was like, I, I felt like I went out of my body. 
You see, you have to understand that in the two years that we had lived in the house, I've never seen a turtle anywhere near our house. And still to this day, I've never seen a turtle around our property. But that day, as I was saying, Sarah, be the turtle, a turtle freaking showed up. And so I went inside. I know the story goes on. It's kind of crazy. I went inside to show John my dream journal to prove to him because I was, I was freaking out uh, that I had literally had a dream about a turtle the night before when all of a sudden I looked out of our front door and saw that the turtle had started crossing over the street. And at that time, it had just started pouring rain. And the street was, it was about rush hour time. People were getting home from work and the street was really busy. And I was worried it was going to get run over. And so I ran out into the rain, still in my work clothes, and literally like, like a superhero in my mind, at least. I'm sure it did not look that cool. But I stopped all the cars in the street and I put my hands out and I put the turtle on the other side of the road. And not only as I walked inside, I realized not only had a turtle come to visit us, as a way for God to speak to me very clearly and very personally about being patient and going slow, but I had also become the turtle rescuer that I had a dream about. Like, I am not making this up. It felt totally unreal. And for you, you didn't experience it, so it might not be as, you know, mind-blowing and and life-altering as it was for me. But for me, the experience was like a two-by-four hit in the head. I finally, I got it. And since then, I've slowed, I've slowed down. I've learned in deeper ways what it feels like to let go of needing to get somewhere else, you know, in a hurry. And to trust and to enjoy the unfolding of the journey. In fact, in this practice of patience... I've been so much more successful in actually completing projects and following through on commitments that I've made to myself and others. It's interesting and paradoxical that actually allowing myself to slow down and to allow things to unfold in a more sort of patient, trusting way that I've actually traveled much further and got more done. It really is a superior way to travel through life. Patience allows us to be home right here, right now, which gives us the energy back for the journey to where we are going. So, practically speaking, how do we learn to practice patience? My first encouragement to you is to recognize that impatience is an anxious energy that rises in you. And when you aren't aware that you're anxious, it will continue to drive you and take over. And so what you wanna do is you wanna get really present to your impatience, to that swirling energy in your body and notice how it affects your thinking life. And as you get really present to it, practice being thankful for its efforts and trying to get you somewhere. And it's fear that if you don't go quick enough, you might not get there at all. It's so, this is such an important step, this finding gratitude for it, um, because you want to bring a sense of understanding 
towards that fearful part of you. You also can try finding gratitude for being right where you're at, for your life as it is, and reminding yourself, that impatient part of you, that you are moving forward. And you're moving forward by simply taking the next right step at a time. And that, my friends, is how you climb mountains. So try that out for 2021. And as always, friends, let me know how it goes for you. Thank you for listening. Cheers to a new year and new opportunities for growth in 2021. Be kind and curious.